The Loose Cannons podcast is a free-form discussion about film that contains mature language, such as poop and titty, and descriptions of mature situations, such as filing taxes and raising children. We do not have any concern for spoilers, so if you haven't seen the film or films we are discussing and don't want to have the twists ruined for you, please watch the film before listening to the podcast. He's being murdered, Joe. Murder? Is it going on right now? Yes. Right here in this house? Mm-hmm. Who's doing it? His wife and the man she's in love with, Farnsworth's confidential secretary. Nice people you want me to meet. How are they killing him? They're drowning him in the bathtub. Hey everyone, it's another Loose Cannons podcast coming at you. Today we're going to be discussing the canonized, well-known, <laughs> everyone loves it, 1941 classic, Here Comes Mr. Jordan, directed by the renowned, famous, voted number one director, Alexander Hall, that everyone recognizes and knows, based off an unknown script that has never been made into any other movies, called Heaven Can Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Thanks for joining us, everyone. But before we do that, let's do this. It's a little segment we like to call Heralds and Denouncements. It's a saxophone version. <laughs> joining <That's>... me live. <laughs> yeah. Joining me live, hitting all those sour notes. It's Patrick. Would you like to give us a Herald or Denouncement? Uh, yeah, um... Can I denounce the Auburn no. Tigers offense? Uh-uh. No football. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to denounce college football in general. Okay. Just football. Just <laughs> just the sport of football in general. I That's hate fine. it. I accept that <laughs> denouncement. I hate it all. <laughs> uh, Gonna keep watching. All right, Basil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, just grind myself into dust. Good idea. Probably. <laughs> just starting with your teeth. Just start gritting your teeth until your whole body body falls apart. Nope. Just rub my bones together. Um, I'll go ahead and announce um, Steven Soderbergh's Ocean's Eleven remake. Uh, I... I can't remember if I mentioned it on the podcast before, but I was thinking about watching this movie a little while ago when I saw that Ocean's 12 was on uh, Netflix or Amazon Prime, one of them. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen Ocean's 11 since it first came out, basically. Maybe I should watch it. But then it wasn't on any of those. And so then I was like, well, I could rent it on Amazon, but I don't want to watch it that much. $3 is a lot for my desire to watch this movie. But then I was walking to work, and someone had just like left a bunch of DVDs for free, and Ocean's Eleven was one of them. So I was like, "Yoink! Here we go! Now I'm gonna watch this movie." <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I watched it, and it's pretty bad. It's like, um, I think it's like right around two hours long, and it's just like wall to wall, like really corny dad jokes, and. Uh, <laughs> 
like they're like non-stop jokes it's like uh they came up with like a really patter heavy script but like all the jokes are just like these really cornball like uh it'll be fun if we like do something that kind of feels like those like crappy old comedies from the 60s right and i'm not into that aesthetic not at all there's a lot of like really silly jazz music playing underneath every scene and like uh clooney's like really amping up his clooniness just like really going for it in terms of like being really smug the around clean everyone bag. yeah and then uh you say he's being very cloonball yeah it's a good one uh and then brad pitt's like eating in every scene just like munching on stuff and like doing kind of the worst version of brad pitt it's like it was like he really slid into just like I'm going to be kind of smug too, but like try a little harder than Clooney maybe, but it's still like a very bad performance. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the the whole heist thing is pretty dumb. I, I remembered like as I was watching it, I was like, oh yeah, there's some like really elaborate trick that kind of doesn't make sense once you go back to it. And uh, yep, not a very fun movie. Mm. Felt really boring. Way to sell you three dollars. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's true. I'm gonna pay this forward. Leave it, yeah. leave it out for someone else to find. To go. <laughs> ah, I haven't seen this movie in forever. I feel like bad movies should just cost, cost less. That would be good. Uh huh. Just like, oh yeah, I don't really want to buy it. Pay this based movie, on but quality. It's a bad movie, and bad movies have to cost one dollar. <laughs> Um, I love. I uh, I would like to herald Pumping Iron, which I finally watched and really enjoyed yeah. thoroughly. Um, I it's a really strange movie, like uh, it's kind of cheaply made, but on account of Arnold Schwarzenegger being such a huge star, it like feels like a a more expensive movie just by virtue of him being in it mm -hmm. a lot um and uh this was i guess before any of his movie work right this was before hercules in new york i think mm -hmm. um yeah. and it's kind of amazing how camera ready he is already right it's just insane like there was just some strange thing about how like he exists almost like way more for the camera than like to other people. Like it, if he right. feels so unreal <laughs> that it, he feels like somebody just like came up with him as a character and like sculpted his body out of something <laughs> and that let him run free in the world. But he was always like supposed to just be a movie character and like it just, strangely makes sense for him to be on screen whereas everybody else almost is really uncomfortable <laughs> like Lou Ferrigno nice. is supremely uncomfortable every second he's like in front of a camera um, and um, I guess some of the other guys are a bit more okay but like they all come across like as like very like awkward dudes most of them Except for mm -hmm. Schwarzenegger, who just like eats up every scene he's in and is like incredibly articulate and like very, um, I don't know, like white, like just feels very star like 
from the from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, working out's better than having an orgasm. Yeah, that speech <laughs> is pretty pretty incredible. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. um, <laughs> it's like I'm coming. The feeling, the feeling of coming, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pretty great um yeah highly recommend it and a great title song too it's like a weird like country yacht oh, yeah. rock thing whatever <laughs> really good yeah that song is yeah. pretty great <laughs> i love the part where he says the 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 guy who's like competing against him is like his son <laughs> yeah. he treats him like his daddy he's like i'm like i'm like his daddy i can like <laughs> tell him to do anything and he'll do it <laughs> Like, that's hilarious. He's very funny in this movie, and scary also. Like, just he, there's one scene where he talks about his dad dying just before a contest, and how he basically decided to not go to the funeral so he could prepare for the contest. And like talking to the camera, like, yeah, it wasn't, you know, wasn't very easy to explain this to my mother, who like. <laughs> couldn't quite get get it why yeah. I didn't want to come to the funeral it's like he's dead what am I gonna do I got a contest coming up <laughs> scary scary guy fame, fame makes enough. scary he's he's, mm-hmm. he's, yeah, he's he's he was focused that's for sure mm-hmm. um, I've seen w- one movie since the last time we podcasted it was bring it on worldwide hashtag cheer nice. smack <laughs> yes that is the correct title <laughs> uh it doesn't quite meet my herald minimum i liked it but not enough to to herald it but it's on netflix if anyone Sweet. wants to watch i will watch the that. dumbest movie of the year i will definitely watch that <laughs> that's fantastic it is very much a movie about social media written by like 51 year olds (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it has too many um like real positive charming qualities i assume left over from the premise of the original movie to like be an upside down film so somewhere in between being an actually good film and being a movie that I'm shocked was made <laughs> as a movie. <laughs> I guess I talked about it anyways. Oops. Let's move on. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, um, the plot of Here Comes Mr. Jordan is a familiar one, as Ruben hinted at in the intro. It is based on the story Heaven Can Wait. Um, which was made into a movie by, amongst other people, Ernst Lubitsch and then Warren Beatty and some other people. Uh, I've watched the Lubitsch version. I haven't watched any other versions. I like the Lubitsch version, although it's been a while since I watched it. Um, So I'm not sure I would feel about it now. Anyway, in this uh, movie, uh, the plot is uh, about an amateur or amateur pilot, I guess. It's he's a boxer professional boxer Joe Pendleton and he decides to fly to his next fight um, and then on the way to the fight the plane crashes and uh, before it crashes he's rescued by an angel um, 
and uh, who like kind of assumed that well he's gonna crash anyway so he might as well save him now um, but in effect it turns out that he saved him by mistake and that he should have remained in his body so um, jo Joe is joined by like the kind of like I guess main angel or almost godlike figure of Mr. Jordan to take over comes. his uh, his corpse, but he can't find it. It's already been cremated by the time he gets back. So Joe decides to take over someone else's corpse. Um, and they find <laughs> a very wealthy banker, I guess, called Bruce Farnsworth. Um, who is about to be drugged and drowned in a bathtub by his wife and his secretary. Um, and Joe uh, ends up taking over his body for a while. Uh, but basically, he's, he feels compelled to do it after he witnesses this uh, young woman, uh, Miss Logan, kind of being uh, uh, yeah, taken advantage of by... Uh, the secretary and uh, the wife of Farnsworth and he decides to um, take over Farnsworth's body and uh, help Miss Logan out and falls in love with her and uh, some other stuff happens he changes the body again Farnsworth gets murdered again uh, Joe ends up uh, taking over this boxer's <laughs> body who used to be his main rival uh, wins a boxing championship um, and uh, remains in that body uh, and gets together with Miss Logan. Ruben? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't like this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> when it started off, uh, it kind of felt like it was a parody of an old movie, like a Mr. Show with Bob and David sketch. <laughs> like something about the editing and the way it was shot. And like, I never really got over that feeling of being like, uh, this has all of the like superficial elements of a movie I associate from like the thirties and forties, but like no charm to it. And like I was real like there's a part in the movie when um Joe Pendleton first takes over another body and it's still the same actor instead of a new actor. Um and I I turned to Patrick and I was like, I don't really want to spoil my opinion for the podcast, but I can't believe the producers and directors were like, given this gift to cut this actor <laughs> out of the movie and they were like, No. <laughs> We got to keep this guy. <laughs> yeah. We can't this guy's get giving us gold. Yeah. We can't, we can't lose solid it. gold. We can't recast him. We have to play three different characters in this movie. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was it was fun. It was, it was fun yeah. to watch, but I didn't think it was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I also did not like this movie. <laughs> um, 
I did think there were some absurd elements, but I don't think that they were purposefully absurd. <laughs> uh, the part where he's playing the saxophone in the airplane <laughs> comes to mind. It's just like something that I was like, no one would ever do this. Like, what are you asking me to believe about this man? That's right exactly now? what my dad was like in the early 90s. <laughs> saxophone playing pilot. Yeah. I'm just going to put it on... Uh, autopilot and just uh practice my saxophone here real quick and then the, i just yeah it, it it had it had a lot of quirk but no charm i think it was just like oh he's a he's a boxer and he's a pilot and he's a saxophone player <laughs> and there even is like a like a like musical cue when his his wife who just murdered him sees that he's still alive, she like turns around. You're like, wah, wah. <laughs> she makes the most ridiculous. That's exactly face. how I and the audience was feeling in that moment. Like, what a hilarious ruse! They thought they had murdered him. Shenanigans. <laughs> but yeah, the 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 problem I have with this story is that it always breaks down significantly in the third act. Like. <laughs> It can never sustain the sort of cleverness of its own premise. Like I have, I have yet to see an adaptation of it where the third <laughs> act like makes any fucking sense at all. Um, because it's always about like that. There's that that element of like romance drives me crazy in this story because it's like, oh, she can see in his eyes it's the same guy or whatever. And I'm like, that makes no sense <laughs> at all. Like. You can just look into someone's eyes and re- and realize they're a, they're a dead person in someone else's body. Like <laughs> that premise always drives me crazy. But yeah, yeah, <sighs> I didn't I didn't enjoy this movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I feel the same way that everyone else does so far. Uh, we'll see. I guess there's one more person to speak. But um, but yeah, for a second I thought it was gonna be like a fun, weird, like proto quantum leap where he's gonna keep like hopping into different murdered people's bodies (laughs) and like solving their post-mortem problems and i was like oh that'd be fun (laughs) quantum leap actually made the premise make sense he's in somebody's completely different body and nobody knows it when he starts out the episode so (laughs) but yeah but yeah that's what i thought i was like oh that'll be fun like he'll just like fix this rich guy you know use this rich guy's money to help this lady and hop into some other body but then he just stays in the rich guy for a real long time until he <laughs> switches and yeah huh? oh yeah yeah i mean I, yeah I, I i didn't really like this movie very much uh i thought it was i thought the the, the beginning was kind of fun um like I, th- I thought like the weird like scene of them all getting into onto a plane on a cloud which is already on a cloud <laughs> yeah. in order to go to heaven i guess i don't know was like an interesting <laughs> image um and i thought that like uh the bumbling like main actor was like maybe this is kind of a joke because like <coughs> most 40s like leading men were like cool guys or whatever and like really like i don't know had like a lot of like charisma and whatever and this guy really has almost none and i thought that's like oh is this gonna be like a joke about how this actor is like really bad and so they make him like the lead actor but then he has to change bodies and so he has to like they have to put in a bunch of other actors and so 
like uh, like the movie could have changed like really really strongly depending on that. But when they didn't, it was like, uh, yeah, God, that's not gonna that's not yeah. gonna be great. <laughs> um, so yeah, oh. yeah, didn't really enjoy it that much. I, so I, bad for I thought it was like. Yeah. fun for for some Having parts to... and like never really took itself really seriously <laughs> and like i guess was i don't know didn't feel like it's super dragged it definitely didn't take itself but, uh, seriously yeah. <laughs> perhaps even in points when it should have taken itself <laughs> yeah. seriously like when to people were getting murdered <laughs> to its detriment um, <laughs> you get a lot of people making very weird faces in this movie yeah. <laughs> Like the guy who had been murdered as a boxer, and he was like, "Oh, he's come to tell you how happy he is that you won the championship for the both of you." <laughs> I'm like, "No one would feel that way. No one would be like, you know what? This was a good time for me to die. <laughs> it's all worked yeah. out for the best. Thanks for the plan, God." <laughs> yeah, he was so happy to see that you won. Yeah, it's like. Wouldn't you be just a little bit better at that point? <laughs> You're just like, fuck, man, I was about to win, and somebody shot me, and then I didn't get to win. And it wasn't yeah. even his fault. But, his crooked manager got him in with some gangsters, yeah. and he just gets shot in the middle of his... But, uh, he, was, what I was... he was shot by gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started to say I felt really bad for Claude Rains. He's a pretty good actor, mm-hmm. um, having to act against this guy for like most of the movie, and like all he could do was like smile wryly. He was like, I don't know how to act against this guy. <laughs> he was just dragging his dead weight up that hill. <laughs> I'm just gonna smile. <laughs> That's what an angel would I'm do, just right? Going to look the other direction. <laughs> Uh, oh, but I was going just, just to say, pretend I'm acting against someone with talent. Uh, it doesn't actually make any sense, but the Ernst Lubitsch movie, even though it's like the plot is somewhat similar, is actually based on a different play, even though it's called Heaven Can yeah. Wait. It's based yeah, on a play called Birthday. Totally <laughs> right? Yeah, that's so weird. Like, I, I, I guess when, when yeah, I was yeah, watching there's this no movie, body was swapping. Like, yeah, I guess the one thing that combines them is that there's a guy sh- going to heaven. And like being and like mm-hmm. waiting before he's sent somewhere or like not mm. heaven or hell but like purgatory and like he's not go he's not going yeah. to heaven and heaven can wait exactly it's an iro- exactly. ironic yes. title exactly <laughs> um, I, but like yeah after and I after that it, not but, much um, else is very similar so yeah. well I was gonna ask is the Powell Pressburger movie, uh, a matter of life and death, similar to this, because it I seems like seen there's it. there's a similar thing where he's like talking to someone after he's died or like as he's dying or something. Like yeah, that. no, um, I don't know. That one is more similar to um, the the other Heaven Can Wait, the Lubitsch one, in that it's like a guy up in heaven talking about, um, like talking about his life or whatever, his time on Earth. Okay. Um, is that one similar to like defend your life? The yeah, though that's <laughs> that's the that's the um, the real like through line of those ones is that there's the Lubitsch one, okay. then there's a matter of life and death, <laughs> and then there's defending your life, and all those movies essentially have the same plot, but that this one okay has this a, is different a different one. <laughs> we sure love these stories, don't we? <laughs> well, real life is boring. <laughs> There's some death in the mix. <laughs> yeah. 
how did you uh at this <coughs> pod i'm gonna guess based on this podcast history feel about uh claude rains mr jordan telling him that the secret to investing was following your heart <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah, yeah. I, that was i think that might have been the part that i wanted to write down the secret to finance is just to follow your heart <laughs> <laughs> so good. I don't know if I can think of two more immoral <laughs> jobs than boxer and <laughs> investor. <laughs> this movie really is okay with them. Yep. It's like, you know what a good job is? Beating the shit out of people. <laughs> also, just making money off of other people's money. Not adding yep. anything to the but... world. Just... <laughs> buying things when they're cheap and selling them when they're expensive. I I feel like there's a version of this story that you could actually make into like a critique of the way that, you know, like men are given just endless opportunities to just (laughs) fuck the world up. (laughs) That would actually be interesting. Yeah, like like he hops from boxer to like a like greedy finance guy and then like at the end of the movie he hops to like a dictator. He's like it's like Hitler. There's like one woman angel in the movie and she seems like a nag at first, but then all of her complaints end up being correct. She's like, stop giving this guy more chances. <laughs> but, uh, oh, man. Yeah, the, oh, the other the thing. <laughs> yeah, I like Kevin the way that the movie, uh, <laughs> like uh sort of waved its hands at the corruption of finance where like there's like a line about like antitrust or whatever he's just like ah we got our fingers in too many pies you just got to do one thing and do it right (laughs) yeah yeah she's like yeah that'll fix everything (laughs) yep that's the problem with finance yeah all these monopolies people aren't focusing it's not that it's exploiting people no it's but, just the um, people are not focused enough. We're exploiting too it's many true. people at once. We should just focus on this one group of people, and we're gonna and exploit the hell <laughs> right. out of them properly. Just do it the right way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's fuck over one industry at a time, people. Come on. <laughs> Let's not get greedy about which industries we fuck over. Do you oh, think but, it was supposed uh, to be a? Well, go ahead. Well, if you were gonna say something about this subject, mine was completely different. No, I was gonna change the subject too. So you go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you think the fact that Joe could never remember that other people couldn't see and hear him was supposed to be a joke? <laughs> or do you think they realized that it just made him look like a big idiot and <laughs> couldn't remember something from one seat to the next? <laughs> I was just like, oh yeah, that's right, you can't see Mr. Jordan. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I forget, I'm talking to myself over here. <laughs> What a great accent. You must have gone to school. I'm from New wow. Jersey. Yeah. Clearly this was made by someone who had a big relationship with New Jersey because the one angel that that saves Joe from like the crash ends up being like kind of a fuck up, but like he says like it's his first day and he's like he was sent to like take care of New Jersey and like he would really like a transfer <laughs> from there like he doesn't really like it yeah, <laughs> yeah. like 
there's there's something <laughs> about like New people from New Jersey <laughs> thinking that New Jersey is like a, a huge deal when it really really isn't and really really shouldn't be. Nope. <laughs> and everyone outside New Jersey really hates I it. I say that as having <laughs> basically a family have living yeah, in New Jersey well. for seven years now. Yep. It being my main American face. Uh, yeah. Jersey boy. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, the thing I was going to say was just that um, even though the main actor was bad, I feel like the worst actor in the movie for sure was the police detective guy. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, Joe! That guy was mugging so hard. Him and the main actor and his um, his manager yeah. were all competing. <laughs> How much mugging so, they could do. Yeah, it was, um, reminded me of She's All That when, although they were all bad acting in the same way. Would Freddie Prince Jr., Paul Walker, and uh, Matthew Lillard were like really competitively trying to sync the movie. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's how I felt about it. Um, yeah, uh, another thing that uh, bothered me was that um, I guess it didn't end up 100% going there, but when he was in um, Farnsworth's body and he was like, I'm going to become the champ in this new body or something like that and like then the angels told him that it was like meant to be that he was going to be the champion for a moment i was like oh this is boring bad bootstrap mythology like all over again like it doesn't matter where you come from or you know what matters is what's inside and if you put in the work you'll be successful but it did turn out to be like a little bit stranger than that because he's just put into the body of an already great boxer (laughs) (laughs) it all turned out great joe it'll turn out (laughs) yeah i i think it's i think it's even funnier in the uh chris rock version of this movie where he's put into the body of another comic so it's like he was trying to be a stand-up comedian as like a rich white guy and it wasn't really working for him and then he gets put into the body of like a like middle class black guy again and then he's suddenly a great comic again i was like i don't understand what this movie is trying to say exactly but it's it's kind of interesting it's more interesting than this movie because it actually deals with race in a pretty like bonkers way sometimes that sounds like chris rock yeah i mean i'm glad that this movie didn't deal with race 1941 was not a good time for dealing with race yeah yeah for sure for sure not even my dear beloved preston sturges was in any way a good commenter on race in any way yeah Yeah. well i mean also uh i mean this movie isn't isn't really very good with class either it doesn't have anything interesting to say in spite of its multiple supposedly uh you know yeah Middle the Noir got race in the 40s. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it also didn't. William didn't Faulkner have... got it in the Way 30s. Go, Renoir. Mm. <laughs> but that's literature. It's a little different. Mark Twain, you know, Mark Twain mm. was laying the groundwork. And <laughs> when when did he write Adventures of Huckleberry Finn? Who knows? <laughs> the Anything 1800s. that happens before 1910 could have been any time. Yeah. 1400s. <laughs> Middle Ages. Who knows? He was a contemporary of Jesus. <laughs> you know, Mark Twain and Jesus just hanging out. <laughs> they had King fun. Arthur. Jesus got most of his him. best lines from Mark Twain, yeah. which is an unknown fact. Little known fact. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's never got the credit. He goes for some of his speeches. The Sermon on the Mount. The, the, this, the story of uh, Tom Sawyer tricking people into painting a fence was actually something Jesus did as a child. Mike Twain just wrote it down. Jesus is crafty. Um, so there's that part that Patrick was talking about where, like, uh, when he's in Farnsworth's body and he's kind of stumbling over his words when he, the second time, I think, that he hangs out with whatever the woman's name is. She's such a non-entity that it's Logan. remembering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Logan, yeah. yeah. She has no characteristic whatsoever except for loving her father, who we being, never see. And being attractive. That's, that's it. That's, yeah. her, that's her main characteristic. Um, and he's like stumbling over his words, talking about how like being in like a different body and how they could like see each other's soul or whatever. And you know, I was so I'm so tired of that in the normal reading and in the way in which this movie I'm very sure intends it to be read as being like you know about souls and about how there's like a core humanity to a person that you know can't be erased or changed or something like that and so instead i decided to read the scene as trans <laughs> it's like this is an internal characteristic to you that doesn't matter what your outward presentation says <laughs> that internal characteristic and i was like he should jump into a woman's body <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. oh wow there we go and they should still be in love because right who cares yeah. <laughs> there we go there's your modern remake <laughs> Let's get the Wachowskis on it. Yeah. Well, I guess that's what Sensei-It's about, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea what Sensei-It's about. Yep. I think it's something Do like that. Do In Your Eyes too, but they really switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More psychic masturbation. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was going to say, like, I, uh, I would like that a lot if that was, like, an intended commentary on, like, the character, that he's, like, Oh, like this thing I've been training my whole life for. They're like, oh, we can get you in this Australian boxer's body. He's about to die. And he's like, oh, okay. Sounds great. Yeah, I really want this thing. Oh, but that person I met for five minutes, I'm really in love with them. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't yeah. know if I can do this now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On the one hand, I have like all my yeah, lived experience. And on the other hand, there's this woman that just walked into the room and she's like, mild- she's attractive. <laughs> I have feel it. Yeah. Yep. I, on the other hand, I have this boner well, that I can't get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole movie is based all, around a faulty premise of, like, souls and, like, a soul mm-hmm. connection. And so, you know, in this world, the idea of a person seeing another person and then immediately knowing that they're the person that they need to spend, you know, all their, their life time with. with is totally just, you know, a normal thing that two people yeah. do. Because souls are real and people don't change over time. They just have yep. like an internal characteristic. It's really because good. love isn't it's... something that you have to work at. It just happens <laughs> like a lightning bolt. Yeah. It's, it's extremely lucky that he fake died then and got transferred into a rich person's body. Otherwise, he never would have yeah, met Yeah, no, like, that's what Mr. Jordan said. He's like, yep. it seemed like it was a mistake, but it was all part of the plan, it turns out. <laughs> Everything worked out exactly as we wanted. All these people got murdered. Some of them got murdered twice. <laughs> <laughs> <Don't even. laughs> 
Yeah, what a shitty existence. <laughs> it's so like good. you get murdered and you're like, all right, that sucked, but at least I'm done with it. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. <laughs> shoot him. Cut him up. Put him in the freezer. This is what happened to Rasputin, by the way. It wasn't one person. It was just someone kept occupying his body trying to <laughs> do something. And they would just kill him again. And they just kept just kept leaping into his body. And the problem was is that like he died like five times in like two hours. So it's just like they kept leaping into him and being in his body for like half an hour and then having to like jump back out. <laughs> We've got an excellent specimen for you. a dumb body. Get out of here. A Russian madman who's just died. <laughs> Jump into his mouth. He's one of the most powerful no! people in <laughs> Russia. <laughs> yeah. He has the ear of the, the Tsarina. Yeah, I was really hoping that oh, they I would... Oh, I choose that body. Uh, I was really hoping they would exploit some kind of thing with like him being done with Farnsworth's bodies. Like, all right, let's go. And he's just like standing in the middle of the meeting and his body just drops dead because he leaves. Like, <laughs> like mid-sentence, he's just like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> the people's faces. <laughs> that would be a perfect use of that weird <laughs> that muted tr- trumpet noise. <laughs> Especially if they ran up to him and they were like, he drowned. <laughs> In the middle of a dry, yeah. dry room. Yeah. yeah, just water yeah. coming it's out of his mouth. Like, he drowned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right, we've almost figured out how to rewrite this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it makes so yep. much sense now. Um, it's the dark comedy I wished well. it could be. I also wrote down, I think this is the only other note, is uh, are these normal headlines? Like what newspaper (laughs) (laughs) is making this their lead story? (laughs) Like, yeah, the boxer crashes and dies. Yeah, that one I can believe. But like, investor goes missing? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm not buying it. Or investor buys stocks <laughs> yeah buys back stocks yeah it's on a, like uh, ooh, it's slow news day yeah, 1941 fraud. yeah really nothing's going on i guess nothing was happening in the war <laughs> <laughs> you want me to bump hitler off the front page there'll be plenty more hitler to talk about this war is gonna last forever what check out this this are we gonna, guy. Are we are we still talking about Pearl Harbor or what? Like, come on, guys. Let's tell a heartwarming like millionaire redemption story like twelve years after the depression. That's what everyone's gonna be really into. Uh, in case, no. in case it wasn't clear, that was a reference to uh, what's it called? Um, I don't know. What is it called? The Howard Hawks uh, comedy. Um, with Cary Grant and uh, Rosalind. uh, His Girl Friday. His Girl Friday. Yeah. (laughs) At the end of that movie, they're, you know, they're, they finish the story and they're putting it on the front page and there's like kind of an offhanded line from Cary Grant where there's like, he's like, what about the war, sir? And he's like, there'll be plenty more war to cover in the future. And I was like, oh, this is the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Nice. Uh, 
Yeah, at least <laughs> the one headline about the boxer, they got it right, where, like, when he's, like, flipping through the newspaper and it's, like, about the fight that he was supposed to fight, at least that's, like, in the middle of the paper. I was like, oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So I was expecting this movie somewhere. to have it be like, ah, front page, gonna, this guy's... Yeah, it's in the back page next to the stocks, where the stocks should be. <laughs> the financial part of the paper. Finance was on everyone's mind. That's all they could think the about. for men. Sports and money. For men. There are only it's, men in this, this boardroom. the man paper. Only old white men in this boardroom. Adam Carolla's favorite newspaper. <laughs> oh lord <laughs> I also like that having a lucky saxophone is basically like having a binky like, ah, like now I know why things weren't going right I didn't have my saxophone with me <laughs> like just replace that saxophone with like a blanket and yeah. he's basically an overgrown child <laughs> Like the only thing that boys like around. more than winning at sports is boobies. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a note that I wrote down. It's like, oh no, wait, I can't get in this other guy's body and win at sports. I've got these boobies in front of me. I've got to keep being this guy. He it up. <laughs> I like how he's really confused slash surprised that he was murdered again. He <laughs> was like, wait, these wait, people still want to murder me? people who, who murdered me once are going to murder me again? You don't say. <laughs> yeah, they're like the two. Yeah, after like, it cost them like $5 million. Characteristic of those, uh, yeah, yeah. those two, of his like wife and the secretary, are just that they like to murder that guy. They really want to murder him. And they do it successfully <laughs> once. Yeah. And then, like, the they're only schemers. other thing you see them is like, oh, man, how come he didn't die? Really? We should kill him again. <laughs> Like, and like that's that's all they basically do, and then they kill him yep. again. I mean, we've all been there, right? Yep. <laughs> he kills someone and they get up and they're not dead. Yep. That's it's weird, just, man. Especially, especially the again. wife that's, has like no other char- like character trait. If you really at all. believe in yourself, they'll she die. Just the really wants to time. kill her husband, like, which is like fair point, I guess. I mean, maybe. You know, I get yeah. it. But like, <laughs> it. It seemed like he was a dick yeah, before totally. the show took over his body. Yeah. Yeah. They don't really cover that aspect. Like as well, so it's like, it's not really clear mm-hmm. what, like, yeah. I was going to say that they seem like the most relatable characters. I could, I could understand wanting to murder that guy for sure. <laughs> I want to kill this guy. <laughs> Is it because you also wanted to murder him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hmm. Get this right. guy out of my life. I think that's. <laughs> yeah. Politely. Yeah, I also think that they like. I don't know, like the even the the small things that are fun about the Warren Beatty and like Chris Rock version is like, there's kind of a run of shenanigans in the middle where the dead guy is the rich person and he's like kind of turning everything upside down and even when they do that in this one it's just really boring there's like two or three scenes where he like walks into a boardroom and like shrugs off investors and then starts training for the fight and that's basically it that's I'll all tell you, get. you like, what's none what none of it is fun yeah at least with the with the 
you know, like the Warren Beatty version, you get like millionaires training, you know, to be a quarterback in the Super Bowl. Like he bought the team. Like whoa, it's crazy. And then uh, with the Chris Rock version, he's like, I'm an old white guy who's gonna go like do stand up comedy in all these black clubs. It's like whoa, there's some crazy shenanigans <laughs> going on here. And uh, the part where he's like in the car with his butler. And they're like rapping along to the DMX song, and the guys in the car are just like looking at him, and it like show it. You see Chris Rock, but then it like cuts to their view, and it's like the old white guy like singing DMX, and I was just like, oh boy, like <laughs> <laughs> that is at least like there's some sort of like meat to that, and and in this one it's just like oh he he yeah. like built a gym in his house like in this whoa one, crazy the, the shenanigans are the, basically that he abuses his butler <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> so, on. Is that in Get order to live head. his dream of being a boxer he's gonna make his butler's life even more miserable than the life of being a butler already is <laughs> here take this medicine ball and throw yeah. it at me yeah. <laughs> tomorrow morning we're gonna jog for four miles <laughs> it's enough that you want to punish your own body with jogging but to force someone else to do it with you is no. just cruel. Yeah, I, it's just boring. I <laughs> was very confused about like how that hobby horse thing was like exercise. Yeah, <laughs> there's a part where he's just like ridiculous. riding. Was like, and he's what? Like, <laughs> what does this do? <laughs> it gets your fucking muscles ready <laughs> for when you're on top. <laughs> That's good old fucking muscles. <laughs> Everything else here is a very sophisticated <laughs> training advice. That's just the sex toy. <laughs> That's just the sex machine over there. Like George Clooney and Burn After Reading? His weird dildo chair? It's just a fuck machine. <laughs> Sadly <laughs> chopping it up. <laughs> But now that I'm not in Farnsworth body anymore, no one gets to have it. <laughs> no one gets to have my rocky horse. Uh, Alright, I'm going to try again. Are we ready to wrap this up? Yeah. <coughs> yup. Alright, everybody. Alright. <laughs> Thanks for... <laughs> Thanks for listening. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you want to jump subscription bodies, <laughs> go to your podcast listening application. Oh, subscribe from your favorite podcast. Subscribe. Subscribe to ours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, don't tell me, can wait. This <laughs> <Yep. laughs> cannons need you. <laughs> This American life can wait. <laughs> um, give us a five-star rating review on iTunes. And uh, if you want any of our other content, you can go to loosecannons.net, L-O-O-S-E-C-A-N-O-N-S.net. And uh, you can find all of our podcasts there, including the ones that are no longer on iTunes, as well as all of our writings and videos, as well as links to our message boards. If you want to participate in any discussions with us about movies or any other subject that we've ever brought up on the podcast, except for Auburn's offense, <laughs> do not post about that. <laughs> Verboten. Yep. If you have Their any questions or comments, fine, send an email. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's real good, actually. Yeah. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, uh, send an email to loosecannonspodcast at gmail.com. And as long as it's not very cruel or offensive, we will respond. 
thank you for joining us today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do not know what podcast will be next because we're recording this one out of order. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something, something good. <laughs> <clears throat> Might get another one in before I leave Birmingham. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.